presented by Anchor.fm. Sean, would you trust any other brand? No, I downloaded the app because me and you talked about doing this forever, and I know this app is one of the solid apps if you want to get your podcast together. Absolutely. It distributes to all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. Actually, Anchor is a division of Spotify, so you'll see that the first time out, um, and it will every time you'll see new episodes and that's how we do what we do here you can record them split them up you don't have to record on the app but you can download it look at your analytics and all that good stuff on anchor.fm the website or in the app store or google play i know if i need to listen to the podcast to do on spotify it's good to know anchor's always got my back Absolutely. Now back to the show, or the beginning of the show, whichever it is. Sean, I'm going to break you here. Okay. Competitive tag. Well, I've seen worse. I shit you not. I saw it on, um, actually I saw it on ESPN2. Like, they had it. Like, it was just a bunch of guys just running around. And the first one you tag, like it, like they had this whole convoluted point system. Right. I was just like, and they're just parkouring all over the place. Like it, it was crazy. I was like, huh? Well, yeah, what the fuck? I think they may have gotten popular right when that movie Tag came out with uh, Jeremy Piven. Piven, not Piven. Uh, uh, the other guy, Hawkeye. I forget his last name, but mm-hmm. who, whoever's playing Hawkeye was named Jeremy. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was in a movie called Tag, and it has Ed Helms, and I guess that's where that kind of got popularized. But, Jay, I have seen the championship of pickleball air on a national, basic, a national antenna network. Oh, yes. Uh, Stephen Colbert hosted No, that. this is before even Stephen Colbert's celebrity pickleball. Really? This was regular-ass folks playing pickleball for okay, a championship. What the fuck is pickleball? If, I'm thinking you're throwing a fucking pickle around. No, it seems to be small-scale tennis. I still had to look up the rules to figure out uh, how much time was left. Because it, it's played in the same rule set of rules as tennis where you hit it, you get 15, 30, 40 match point. And so you go back and forth until somebody fouls. And then that's how you they do that score system where you go 15, 30, 40 match point. So it just seems to be a smaller court because tennis usually have a front row, did a back court, mm-hmm. and then the front court you have your doubles player is up there, and uh-huh. that's where they start off, and you're in the back court, and y'all can't switch until the ball is served. This seems to be where you're. The back court is a lot bigger. I think the front court may be just the line right in front of the net. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right beside each other when it serves. I Don't quote me on any of this. <laughs> so it is up. it kind of more related to tennis yes. or to badminton? It's more, it's more of a badminton-tennis mixture. If badminton-tennis had a baby, it would but, be called pickleball. Yeah, like because it's... The I still struck, don't know where the, the pickle comes into that. I don't even. Because <laughs> the set, the court set seems like a more badden style. 
uh, badminton style, uh-huh. but the rules are very much tennis. Gotcha. Okay. So I think it's just a more speedier way, fun way to play tennis without huffing and puffing 15 minutes. Into gotcha. It. Okay. And that way you can be right beside your friend except for them being right behind you and hitting you in the back of the head with a tennis ball. Okay. So here's a good question for okay. you. Do you, let's say, every two years, you know we we go and vote. Right. Say you're the president. Okay. And the Senate and the House somehow passes this. All right. And you have a bill on your desk. Mm-hmm. That bill says, on the first Tuesday of the first full week of November... Every two years, everyone gets a full-on holiday to go vote. Would you sign it into law? No. Here's why. Okay. I would Ooh. make it a full Saturday and Sunday. It'd be really? A, it'd be a voting weekend. Oh, okay. Because Orthodox Jews can't do anything on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Christians can't do anything. Don't like to do anything on Sunday. True. So, boom. So you would make it a weekend instead of a weekday. I would make it, yes. I would I would start, early voting would probably still be the same amount of length, but I would probably end it on a Saturday, Sunday. It'd probably be just like early voting, just two extra days. So mm-hmm. would, I guess, um, wow, that... Can you imagine that, though? Like, people are watching, you know, like, CNN or or Fox or, you know, OAN or MSNBC or whatever, and they're watching the polls. And What's really going to blow their mind is a lot of things are closed. It would probably be we didn't get an account until Monday. (laughs) So do you think... So do you think you... Okay, would you so would you like be like, okay, everyone votes. This let's say let's say in twenty twenty four. Right. This law that we arbitrarily made up passes. Right. Would you make it to where everyone has the opportunity to vote on that final weekend and then counting like ballot counting does not start until Monday morning, eight AM. I would regardless of of time zone. I would do it the same way they do early voting. Well, granted, yeah, where it's they don't start counting until when early votes are counted on the day of election when the ballots are closed. So they're always the first one to go. And then so like at Saturday votes would be co- be counted on the day Sunday nights votes the polls close on Sunday. And then, yeah, then they can vote the rest or do the rest either Sunday night or Monday morning. Because at that point, in theory, you should have a good look at the majority of the votes. Um, Here's what I think. Because mm-hmm. I like your idea. Yeah. Right? Right. You have this. You Let's say this happens in 2024. Right. Like, you know, President Biden gets this on his table and something like this actually gets signed into law right. and you have just one weekend like you ha- still have your early voting yeah but on a special super voting weekend everyone goes out and votes and then 
you know, come Sunday night at like seven or whatever. Right. You, um, you know, voting stops. Yeah. Period. Like seven. But not a single vote gets counted. I would say not a single vote gets counted. Right. Until Monday morning at 8 a.m. Um, this way, you don't have to worry about projections. You don't have to worry about, like, news networks are going to do what they're going to do. Right. Right? But I think, you know, they will they can get their exit polls. They can get their, you know, on, you know, on the ground, on the street, like, polls that they usually do to, like, well, they get a gauge of what they, you know. They only can do that till early voting because I think it's illegal to ask people <laughs> to pull them outside of actual poll place during elections. Right. Like, they're going to find a way to be like, yeah. here's they're what we have. They're going to go to the mall and, like, ask people, who'd you vote for? Right, <laughs> right. Like, they'll have their, you know, exit polling, like, you know, during, um, they'll have their exit polling, you know, before the before of early voting and all that stuff, right? Right. But you know that's all they can really rely on. They don't have any actual votes until time zone by time zone, eight a.m. on the following Monday. Fair enough. You know, uh, ballot workers just start counting. Yeah. Like make it. F- I would make that fa- federally mandated so that you don't have. Look at what happened this year and two years ago. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know people would deny elections in in elections past, right? But right. It, it, was, it was really big in 2020 and 2022. Well, I'll tighten it up a little bit more for you. Okay. All right. Um, you have to register which Saturday or Sunday you're going to vote. It's not like a, I would say. It's, it's not a free-for-all. Well, yeah, it's not a free-form. Uh, like, just... You just go on a website, just like how you do any other, like how you got your COVID shot, like how you do any kind of theme okay. park um, registering. You just go in there and be like, I'm going to be there Sunday. Let's say I'm going to be free up at noon on Sunday. I'm going to go to the polling place and I'm going to vote. So around noon, they'll okay. s- they won't like, it's not going to be like super hardcore where you're like, you, you missed your shot. But it'd be a lot more organized, and I say like a more of an estimated, yes, better estimate. Yeah, you'll there'll be a spot waiting for you. So if you were there, oh, okay. you can kind of get in and out. If not, then kind of kind of like how Disney does their uh, fast pass in the past, where you register. Gotcha. Okay. If you don't show up, well, you still get to go, but you're just no longer first in line. Gotcha. Okay. And, and on. To your point, doing it on Monday morning, then I would say there would be a third party, anonymous third party who who counts the votes, who's been tested to know how to use the system. Yeah, the digital. If anything's weird digitally, if anything, how to do paper ballots. Because let's face it, the people running our elections are all old because they yeah. just have nothing that. They're retired, and this is a, they love America. This is a good way to contribute, and more power to them. But, but yeah, but they're also the ones who are counting your votes. So I would say, gosh, okay. So I would say, yeah, like if we're gonna, people are gonna hate on the vote counters anyway. So might as well oh, just absolutely. make it an anonymous, anonymous, anonymous group 
And that way they can vote. They can count all they want. Nobody's going to know who's on that thing. So therefore you can't, yeah, you're probably not going to trust it, but you can't say, oh, it's. So the poll workers are anonymous. Yeah, well, the poll or as anonymous the as poll you can get. the poll workers will stay the same. The people counting the votes will be anonymous. Okay, so there, so there will be a separate group of, you know, poll workers and a separate group for oh, the for vote counters. Yeah. Okay, and so all the poll workers will lock and key the votes. Like they probably, I assume, like they do with early voting and all that, and they will just all they will do is deliver that box. To let's say the post office, and the post office will take that box to wherever, mm-hmm. and whatever is a centralized location in that state, and then this group of twenty person, twenty people per state or whatever, uh huh, they count it and just hand the results back. Gotcha. That okay. Is, that is their only job. That is all they do. Yep, that's all they do. They vote. They count. I like this idea. They count it. They give the results back. You don't know if they're left, right, or centered. You know nothing. You know none of the shit. So, like, yeah, you, can, you people are not going to trust them, but, like, if they're not going to trust them, might as well not reveal who they are. Exactly. Keep a mystery. Yeah. Um, I like this idea. Yeah, like. Like, there's, like make it more streamlined, you yeah, know? Yeah, there's better ways to do a lot of the stuff that, they don't yeah. do because, well, it's just a conflict of how the way we used to do it. People are afraid to do something new. People are afraid of technology, what yeah. have you, even even young or old. Like, no matter how old you are, some people are going to be afraid of technology. Yeah, so there's ways to streamline a lot of things. This Absolutely. Is just thinking about it for more than two seconds. Yeah, I, I, I see your point. Um Okay, so we know a holiday we would add. Right. Same scenario, but you could get rid of a holiday. Valentine's. Really? Never had a good one. You Uh, know what? Same with me, brother. I've had a a handful when I've been in relationships, and I know that's going to sound wrong, sound bad from me just being bitter. But, like, legit, I've tried to have good Valentine's. Yeah, but it just never happens. It blows up in my face or never works out. And let's say, hell, you don't need a day to dedicate to show your love. Yes, exactly. Like, if you need a reminder on Valentine's that you need to say I love you to the person you're sharing your life with at the moment, it kind of defeats the purpose. Absolutely. You know what? I'm gonna make that a clip, and we're gonna I'm gonna put it on Valentine's Day. I'm gonna be like, "Remember this clip we talked about, Sean?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the record. I've told many of people, like, not a fan. Now you're on the record, officially on the podcast. This is the recording of record. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, you know what I mean, right? No, I I totally agree. Like. There were times when I was with my ex that, like, I tried to make it special. But, like, at the same time, I'm just like, if you really have to have a day just dedicated to showing whoever you're with how much you care. Right. And it makes the other 364, 365 days just 
not irrelevant, but less important yeah. than than what are we doing? Well, that and say whoever their birthday is the fit February fifteenth. You're shooting your load on the fourteenth. Exactly. Then the fifteenth, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be as generous with gifts. Like I know well, let's say their birthday is on twentieth, February twentieth. Yes. Like you you just went through Valentine's Day. You already blew your one exactly. money wise, gift wise on Valentine's Day, and then you gotta turn around to do birthday, which even from a male standpoint and or a female standpoint, you're gonna want something bigger than Valentine's Day for your birthday or something equal to. So like so you gotta do double to shopping because it's gotta be a one two punch. It can't just be a one punch and then a soft punch. And so like like use the special day for the days that are special. So like if I had to get rid of I know it's not like a Official, like, if official bank holiday that we'd have to, like, take off. Right. If I did give up, if I did take one of those days off, it would probably, well, I don't want to say Columbus Day because that's also Indigenous People Day, and I want them to have that off. Um, bank holiday, it'd probably be Labor Day, or at least, at least structure Labor Day, and that's because a lot of people still don't get Labor Day off who are, who are laborers. <laughs> yeah, I it's, see I see that. It's literally a federal bank holiday. I never got that one, man. I'm sure if you look into the research, it, it, it would explain why it's yeah. a holiday. I've always, it's just like a day that we have off for some reason. Well, I have always worked it because in the past, yeah. uh, it's been MDA Jerry's kids and I would end up yes, working I remember that. extra hours on Labor Day. <laughs> I don't even think they have those telethons anymore. Well, no. not in the same way. No, they don't. They, I think it's, if anything, is online now. Oh, okay, yeah. But it hasn't been on TV. I think it went on TV maybe one year after Jerry Lewis died. Oh, okay. I think maybe it died with him. It's when, yeah. It was one of those things. It was like, as soon as Jerry Lewis died, it was done. It's done. Because they were already doing like one hour a day or three hours Sunday night, and that was it. It was already like cut back severely because Jerry Lewis couldn't health wise couldn't do it anymore. Gotcha. So they're like just like, well, let's finish it off. Um All right, Jay. Christmas. Favorite thing. Ooh, Christmas. Um Can't say presents. Something other than presents. Damn. <laughs> and we already did food, so something other than food and presents. Um, well, shit. Um, there's plenty. Of, there's plenty about it. I think it would be, um, the. I think it's just the together to, to, togetherness of being, you know, together with your family. And I know that a lot of people a don't celebrate Christmas or b. This is that time of year where, like, where where they're just, you know, they're so lonely right. or, you know, they have no one to celebrate with or anything like that. I, I, and this is where I would say that I am lucky to ha- be around my family. So right. I think that the together- togetherness would, would, um, 
would be the sticking point of that. See, I've always loved uh, decoration slash lights. My, oh, I love that too. Many of my fondest memories of Christmas uh, was usually the weekend after my birthday. And I've told this story to many other, well, not many other, a few other people, but usually we always got our, we always had a real tree on Christmas and we usually got it around my birthday, which is 10 days before Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be my birthday, we'd celebrate it, and then we probably would, like after the next day or after like a birthday lunch or something, or like the morning of my birthday, we would go to the Bryan Call Station, what was the Manor East Mall. A long time ago. Well, before that, we went to an actual tree farm, which was a place where they just grew Christmas trees. Yeah. We would go out there out there by Wake Bryan and here in Texas, and we would go out there, and it'd be 30 degrees, and we'd cut down our own tree. There you go. And we would haul it back, and then when they, when that, I think, stopped or shut down, mm-hmm. we went to the Manor East Mall to the Christmas display, Christmas tree display, and just did it that way where we didn't have to cut it down. But one of my fondest memories of whatever weekend afterwards, it would be my dad would just... He'd soak the tree for like in a bucket of water for like a week. We would set it up, and then my mom would put on Christmas music on whatever CD, record player. We had a functioning record player for the longest time, by the way. Uh, CD, record player, uh-huh. or like a t- cassette player, any kind of boombox scenario. She would put on Christmas music, and it would just wouldn't be just like your standard Jesus music. It'd just be like a hodgepodge of all, all of it, not like reindeer, like Rudolph the reindeer, Real. red nose reindeer. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> it'd just be it'd be like the Bing Crosby, Dean Martin kind of stuff, stuff uh, she Christmas songs she loved, White yeah. Christmas and all, yeah, and all that, the White Christmas, uh, Here Comes Santa Claus, all that, all those kind of like. Bun songs, or those kind of Christmassy songs, and she would break out the her tubble, big tubbleware storage, and all of her Christmas decorations. Uh-huh. She would put up our little snow village, yeah. which had a lot of little houses that I personally gave her as Christmas presents. Yes, like I helped build, help her build that. And then we, she would put those out. Yes, she would put out. Uh, we had wooden boxes spelled at Merry Christmas. She would put that out, and she would have. I think five there's five candles holders in that whole box of that says Merry Christmas, a little wooden box. Right. And she would put green these big green and red candles. Never we've never light them. They would always be they've never been touched other than <laughs> other than dust it and put in the little candle holders. And then she would put out like the pine oh cone. There's like decorated pine cones and she would like she would uh put the ornaments on the tree and then sometimes she sometimes. was feeling if she was feeling froggy she would bust out the old, her uh, piano her piano slash organ she was a oh she was a very uh skilled pianist and she would play christmas music there you go so like many of my fondest memories of christmas and my mom are just waking up to her decorating the house for christmas may she rest in peace yes 
So yeah, so that's what I like about Christmas because it just kind of it it installs that Christmas aura. Gotcha. Okay. It makes you know it's holiday time. For me, that would be uh, Wizards of Winter by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. All right. My Christmas holiday does not begin until I hear that. Carol the bells. That too. That too. I used to actually play that. I think I was in my church is ringing for that once, and I don't even remember what song we did. Because hmm. it was 25 years ago, something, 23 <laughs> years ago, something to that effect. It was ages ago. I was, Long time ago in the days of your. I think it was when I was in sixth grade, which would put me ooh, like 11 or so. Yeah. Sounds so, about yeah, right. 30 years. <laughs> Damn. Coming up on 30 years ago. Whew. So, yeah. I remember being up there, and I remember seeing the bells. I do not remember anything after that. Huh. But, okay. But um, I was also in our church, the Methodist, United Methodist Churches of, I guess, Texas or uh, general. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have altar boys. We have acolytes. And so I was an acolyte for many years. And so that would require me going to church. I would just put on this really large poofy white shirt, and then I would pull this like poofy. It was well, it was poofy because it would. It was like it. It's frilly. The, yeah, it's very frilly. It's the same kind of shirt you would see an altar boy wear at uh-huh. like, a Catholic thing. Except it was just like a oversized shirt. Gotcha. And then I would put on this like purple. Lack of a better word, skirt. Because <laughs> the colors change per season. Purple was the okay. Christmas. Ad, the Advent was purple. Gotcha, okay. Green, I think, was closer to Easter. Black was around Ash Wednesday. Mm. And I think there was red for that time between. Your normal, everyday, non-holiday color was red. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, your your standard, yeah, altar boy uniform is red. Yeah, or at least in the Methodist. The gotcha. Athletes. Um, but yeah, every Sunday I'd put on, I'd put this over my Sunday clothes. So I was like, I'd come in my Sunday clothes. I'd have slacks, button-up right. shirt, tie, and then I would put an extra shirt over it and then pull up a dress, and then they would give me the swam. Yeah, it was lack of a better word. It was just a fabric and a loop that went around my legs, <laughs> went around my waist, <laughs> and I had to keep from tripping on it because oh, I think they had like a shorter one, and then the one I had, which was uh, two inches too long. Oh, really? And those are my options. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> too short or too long. <laughs> Anyways, they would, then they would give the, me this giant metal stick that had on the very end. It had a bell. The bell was to snuff out the candles Uh uh-huh and there would be a wire or like a tube that shut off the top like a brass tube and that's where the wick came from and we'd have like a little switch push switch that would control how much wick we were pushing out Mm, okay and so we would get these and then oh yeah we get a giant cross 
cru- not a crucifix because we didn't have Methodists don't believe in a crucifix. It's just a giant golden cross with a gold chain, and we put that up. And so we'd be at the back of the church. We line up uh, at the after everybody is let in. Yes, I think we may have also had to usher some usher 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 some of the elder folks at their seats. But once we got like settled, they would come back, light up the match light both of our wicks. Uh huh. We'd walk down, kind of like a mer- kind of two at the same speed. Down the aisle, I would say wedding, but wedding doesn't do that that way. Gotcha. Well, well some do. Anyways, we're at the same speed. Mm-hmm. I would, I think it was usually on the right, because I'm right high, right dominates so everything I ever do is always on the right. Um, so I would break off to the right. I would light. Uh, I think uh, we both light one candle, and then we would come come back and like combine our flames to light a big candle unless it was like like a hall like a Christmas holiday where there was like several candles and we would just had to like light every single one of them I think maybe like 10 at the most mm-hmm. anyways and then church service happens uh, we would sit in the front row basically where everybody can see us still in our gear in our outdoor board gear so that's just how we were in the church. And then at the end of church, uh, everybody would let out. And then we, actually, I think we were the first ones out, and we would do the reverse. We'd go up there and use the bells to snuff out the candle. And then um, I think maybe we took the flame to the back. Yeah, we took we would light our thing off the big candle, snuff it out. One of us would. And then we would walk out the front of walk out the church to lead everybody, quote unquote, lead people to let them know it's time to leave church. And then I can always remember as soon as we got clear of the sanctuary, we I just go and then blow it out. <laughs> and then I would just then we had to go walk back to where we changed clothes, which is up by the front of the church. So we'd have to walk over there, put up the candle the candlestick, put up the cross, put up the puffy shirt, put up the skirt, and then we'd have to like fold the skirt. A specific way. Well, it's just in half. That way we oh, wouldn't okay. have creases. Or it'd have one crease in the the half area. <laughs> but not like just like throw it on the floor. So we'd have to like hang up the skirt, hang up the puffy shirt on top of the skirt, kinda like if you had slacks. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, chain of chain of the cross on the wall candlestick on the other side of the wall we'd hang it up and then we'd have to go find our fa- find our family because by then half the church has already left the sur- mm-hmm. left the sanctuary so you're like oh now I gotta go find everybody <laughs> but and that's like I remember that well enough but yeah the bell ringing part nothing I can even guarantee you I even rang a bell. I felt like I did. <laughs> but I can guarantee you that, like, if somebody popped up. I cannot guarantee that I did this thing. Well, I probably did it. Well, somebody I didn't feel it, though. Somebody had, like, a video of this. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, 
not Feast of Carols, because that's Brian High saying, uh, Carol Light or something to that effect. Whatever the Methodist Carol Light's celebration is from December. If somebody came up with a videotape from 1996 and, or whatever of that particular uh, thing, because it always takes place at night. It's the only night service me and my family ever went to, because it always happened at 6 when it was in the winter, when it was nice and dark. Because uh, everybody else would walk out with candles, and you would—I think we all walked out seeing a Christmas hymn. Anyways, um, so if somebody ever like came out with a videotape, and I'm not ringing a bell, then yeah, I can say I wasn't lying. I just—I felt like I rang a rung a bell. <laughs> if the videotape shows I did not ring a bell, and I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> that is on brand. So you're not necessarily <laughs> debating it. No, I just feel. You feel like you did it. I feel like I did it. I just can't remember it. <laughs> you know, that 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 happens to me sometimes. Like, I feel like I actually did this thing. Right. People tell me I didn't do the thing. Right. But I feel like I did do the thing. Um, so, um, we've learned a lot today. Yep. And uh, got one more for EJ. Tell me. Where's your stance on Marty Girl? I don't care about it, honestly. I, I really do not care. It's a very food holiday. I would figure you would like it a lot more. I never really celebrated it. Well, like I would get beads or whatever. You know, one well, someone would have some fake beads or whatever. But like, I, I really don't care about it. It's more of a Catholic thing because it's uh, the Fat Tuesday right before Ash Wednesday, so it's like you last right. day to go get decadence in. But I. I bet if you went to New Orleans, Nolens, oh, Nola, man, you would have to celebrate. Well, that. I figured you would have a lot better time celebrating that because gotcha. that's when all the good food comes out. Because, mm. granted, a lot of people are still going to eat efu, efu, whatever. I forgot how to pronounce it. But jambalaya, <laughs> uh, gumbo, and all the other uh, Creole and French foods they have. Well, there people are going to eat those the next day, but that's like Mardi Gras, like. You got it. Beignets and all that jazz. Fried donuts with chocolate inside. Yeah, I, I really don't care about it. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair I've enough. never, I've never had a stance one way or the other about it. Like, it's a thing that people celebrate. I know it's kind of, I know it's Catholic related, but that's about it. Yeah. I, my stance is I would like to celebrate it if I contribute anything to it. <laughs> In the sense that um, I do not cook Creole food. I'm not a huge fan of most, the big Creole foods. Uh-huh. I imagine there's, like, I like black and chicken, black and fish. Like, but like, I've had black and red snapper and that was the best thing I've ever tasted. But like jumbo and gumbo, I can't keep saying. I keep putting those two together: jumbo lie and gumbo. You know, jumbo. Dang on jumbo! If I like gumbo or jumbo lie, flip one more one more letter is Jimbo. Well, that's 
Now, 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 let me let, let me let you in on something a little dirty, Sean. Now, now, usually what you do with uh, the dang old gumbo right there, and, and, and while I was working over at LSU, they, they, what they do is they put it all together. Now, and you, you gotta have your jumbo and your, your gumbo and your jambalaya just all mixed up right there. Now, see, you got me doing that too. That that, 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 that You need thing. a holy trinity for the gumbo, though, <laughs> which I think is the roux which you get from the meat. The when you cook the meat, the leftovers. Um, celery and onions, mm-hmm. and that's how you. I think that is the holy trinity, which is what make makes a gumbo good. Mm, okay. Because the meat can be any meat, but mm, okay. some people put beef, and so like beef stock. Well, not beef stock. You, it's the leftovers, and you make a beef stock. Gotcha. But uh. I'd make a bee stock roux, which is kind of like the paste that like binds it all together. Anyways, I just wanted to see what your stance was on Mardi Gras. Okay. I like it. I like that people celebrate it, but I just have no reason to celebrate it myself. Yeah. So there you go. Um, folks, we have had a good session here today. Yeah. A lot of. If if facts. this thing is is accurate, we've we had a two hour recording session here. Well, there you go. Um, so, folks, we thank you for listening in on our babbling about holidays. Um, tell us a holiday that you celebrate, a holiday that you would get rid of, and do you agree with Sean and I's stance on election weekend? Instead of election day. Also tell us what your favorite part about the holiday is. Yes. Definitely tell us about that. Um, We'll make those questions over on. um, Over on anchor.fm. We'll pose the questions on our YouTube channel. Um, We'll make a. This of course will be in audio form. Um, Scream at your Spotify. We'll hear you. Huh? Scream at your Spotify. We'll eventually hear you. Yell. Loud. Just keep screaming until we get a response. You will you will we'll hear you. <laughs> don't don't you worry, Wink. Um <laughs> 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 Anyway, um we de- definitely thank you for listening. Um uh, spread this around to your friends. Uh this is going to be available on any podcast platform you listen to. Um, we have just added, uh, I recently got us to add, um, iHeartRadio. Woo. So we're now on the iHeart network. Um. And available for an iHeart award. Please nominate us. Please. Please do that, please. Um, did you know that you could get, now you could get nominated for Apple Podcast, uh, award? Not surprised. So, if you get us nice and famous, um... We could be up for podcast of the year in 2020. That's right. Hashtag podcast tw- podcast of the year 2023. Get an Apple? Are we going to get an Apple? <laughs> <laughs> no, we get a little plaque, a little purple plaque. It just has like a bunch of circles on it. And it's podcast like a podcast winner. I don't know what the categories are. But uh, unless it's just one category. I don't use poke me in the eye. Wasn't trying to poke. <laughs> I have a pin in my hand. And he thinks I'm gonna poke him in the eye. It's capped, dude. Well, it's a plaque with circles on it. Oh, you mean the <laughs> plaque? Okay. Yes. Other than the plaque, no. It's actually poke me in the eye. It's actually a rounded 
thing. It's a rounded square. Fair enough. That's a lot better than it's like, here's a square thing. We don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening. We will be back next time. Let us know what you want us to talk about next time, and we'll have some more subjects soon. Until then, I'm Jay Jones. Pixel Guy Sean. And we, we are, are the, the Pixelated, Pixelated Men. Men. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Like, subscribe, and comment. Yeah.